This is James Huey on Power for Positive Living, and this is KGBC AM 1540, Friendship Radio for Southeast Texas. One thing I wanted to do was I wanted to say hi to the folks at the post office. Today I went in and I was struck particularly by these are people who really do exhibit the power of positive living. They meet some of the most cantankerous, some of the most grouchy people, and I am just constantly amazed at how well they handle it. Their feet hurt from standing all day long, and yet they always are having a ready smile, efficient. They handle it. I just find myself in admiration for people who do this day after day after day and are able to keep a positive approach for the most part about life. And I just wanted to say hi to those people because I saw it today and I just wanted to say I appreciate it as one customer who spends a lot of time in the post office, it seems. My guest this evening is Charles McCullough. And Charles, welcome. Thank you, James. It's an honor to be invited to come on. When I first came to meet you last fall, I was a guest here at KGBC, I believe, on Martha Sorrell's morning program. And I guess that was probably the first time that I met you. And I remember saying, this is an interesting guy. And all that time, I have seen lots of things that have confirmed that and say, boy, James, you did a pretty good job of spotting an interesting person the first time around. And one of the things I've noticed is that so often you do manage to find things in a positive way. And what do you think has contributed to your ability to see things in a positive way? It's hard, I guess, for a, any individual to determine at one point in their life they become interested in a particular course or direction that they want to take. You know, I guess you just really can't wind up doing everything you'd like to do. I think that you just find yourself eventually winnowing your way toward that which you really want to do eventually. And if you find yourself in a situation where you are working at a job you like, you never have to work, in a sense. If you're enjoying what you're doing, you're totally consumed by it. I would pity the person that doesn't find something that they want to do with their life that they aren't totally consumed by it. Would you say that you're in the majority or the minority with the people that you I would you tend know? to think that most people, even in situations where they find themselves in a really financially stable position in their life, are possibly not really satisfied with the work they do. This is the experience I've had talking with a lot of people, friends of mine from high school and college on up the pike. As we've described before, KGBC, a radio station like this, which is the only radio station for a country 100 miles, really, is probably a great place for any type of individual to get into and find a, a means whereby they can express themselves and develop whatever talents they may think they have. And fortunately, you have an opportunity here to be able to do that, unlike at a lot of other radio stations or at a lot of other uh, organizations that you might become involved in. Well, I sense you seem to be very pleased that you have been successful, even though you see yourself as basically being in a minority. I think you're successful when you achieve adequate self-expression, whether that involves you earning a lot of money or not. If you feel something inside yourself and are able to express that and assert it, you've been successful. 
at some point in time in your life, if you stick true to that pattern, I believe, and hold true to yourself, financial rewards, should they be germane to your feeling of self-success, will come along. But ultimately, you want to feel good about expressing yourself, first and foremost, the money and whatever, secondarily, that may, may attend that will come later down the line. And I sense that you like your work, and I sense that it allows you to convey things that are important to you, things that convey about the unique person that Charles is. Because your work is so diverse, you really do a lot of different things here. Well, I appreciate you saying that. I, I see everyone here kind of doing that. Too. Right. But I guess you I'm know. just kind of focusing on your okay, particular what, story. Uh, well... Well, to describe a little bit about what I do here, I'm part of the sales staff, and as much as this is a small radio station, there aren't really the titles and such that are given in a large corporate structure that convey certain salary and certain power to people. That doesn't exist here. Everyone chips in, does their best, and brings about a broadcast result. The KGBC does a lot of different things with the radio station. We have talk shows like the fine one you have. We give hurricane information and have become famous for that during situations where we have storms in the Gulf and people have learned to rely on us because we have the ability technically to stay on the air when hurricanes come about. This has been the case time and time again when we've seen other radio stations come in and they've gone away again. <laughs> <laughs> but KGBC somehow has managed to stay. Another capacity we have is in broadcasting local community events with an emphasis on some of the high school functions, particularly high school athletics. Mm -hmm. We're the only radio station in the greater Houston-Galveston area now, the only one that does any high school football, baseball, basketball. That's important because that's perhaps right up there at number one of the most popular broadcasts that a given listener in an area locally would want to hear. No major market Houston station does any, and we have no competition in the area. We've managed to beat the competition. I would consider myself an extremely competitive person. The, the object is not to do a job necessarily that defeats in some way a rival quote-unquote radio station that may be attempting to broadcast high school games or them. But what we're, all, we're really trying to do is beat our own standards. I think ultimately you're the best competitor when you compete against yourself and try to beat your own standards and keep going along that line. The thing I'm doing, if you could give it a titular quality, it would be that I'm an executive producer for the KGBC high school sports broadcasts, which means I garner all the advertising that goes into these events, set up the schedule on what games will be played when, and we've got absolutely the best crew of people in Texas. And a lot of this has just been through good luck. So basically... All of my time at this job is based on customer contacts, both in person, on the phone, in letter. I do this all the time. And that's basically what I do. And then I'm writing and producing the commercial spots that attend different advertising package buys that these people make. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then yeah. we make sure that those spots are run at the times that the games are played and whatever other advertising venues may be had, and I certainly handle all the rest of those, too. I would consider myself competing with myself. I'm very much of a loner in that respect. I work best on my own with myself. Mm -hmm. And the dynamic that results from doing that is that you wind up working as a team because if you're expressing yourself truly as you are, 
then ultimately, if everyone else is doing the same thing, somehow those different personality elements will mesh mm -hmm. and create a teamwork entity, whether or not the person deliberately strives to be a hand-holding type of effusive team player. I don't necessarily think that you have to strive to be that way to effectively be a part of a team, as long as the way you're expressing yourself is true to yourself. I think it's fascinating to describe yourself as being a loner, and yet you have a great deal of emphasis on the team. Popular stereotyping, loners are set apart and they do their own thing, and teamwork is almost the opposite, where you kind of lose well, your identity, and I sense you're saying... I keep my identity as Charles, and I compete with myself, but I'm an important part of a team. It is part of a team thing. It's just that what I do as part of that element is expressed very individualistically, perhaps. But mm -hmm. see, everybody has their own way of expressing that, and as long as they're true to their component in self-expression as part of that team, the team works. And believe me, we work as a team here. One of the things that I'm very fascinated with as, as you talk, Charles, is that it comes to me that in many ways you're a very positive salesman. You bring out the good characteristics of this station. You focus on the characteristics of how all these people come together. You sell the virtues of KGBC. And I sense probably you sell people on why they should advertise on KGBC. To be perfectly honest with you, I don't and never have sat and just flat analyzed this aspect of what I'm doing, this aspect of what I'm doing, why am I doing it this way, why am I doing this? I just flat am doing it. I believe everybody is a salesman. Everybody is a salesman. You're selling every day of your life mm -hmm. uh, in some capacity. I don't know the psychological dynamics of why a person does it for money, so to speak, or does it for a competitive drive or something like that. I would say that for me, what I'm doing here, I've always been someone that when I'm interested in something, I'm totally interested in it. And I think that that is the case with anybody who does find something that they like. If you finally find it, you're going to be totally consumed by it, and you'll wind up being expressive of it in a way that tends to define you apart from most other people that are around you who might express themselves in a different way. If you enjoy talking to people and making a friend with the person you're talking to as your first priority, the last thing you should think about is money. Mm -hmm. The first thing you should think about is the positive connection you've made with your client. If I'm dealing with a petrochemical company spokesman and I'm trying to sell them on a high school football series of games or whatever, the very first thing, and I sincerely in my heart feel this, that I want to do is connect with that person and really be a friend. Sometimes I'll just talk and shoot the breeze, and they'll do the same with me. And if I sense in a conversation with them and following up on some mail out that I might have sent them or a fax or a personal contact I might have made a week before or something, in a phone conversation that they might not be highly enthusiastic about pursuing any type of advertising at that particular time, that'll be the last thing I'll want to talk about anyway. I'll get into immediately, sincerely, not as a cosmetic ploy, but I really enjoy intensely being involved with watching these people develop and what they're doing. Somehow getting into this network of knowing that you're part of a structure of people all over that are part of a team 
as advertisers helping you do what you're doing, knowing that the end result is that these high schools are getting a booster ship or that this broadcast is bringing in an awareness that will eventually benefit uh, at a fishing tournament where they're benefiting muscular dystrophy or, or 4-H clubs all over Galveston County or something like that. All of those things make a sense that the advertiser you deal with is somebody very special, too. It's, it all is involved in a real love of contacting these people on their terms at their jobs and being a friend to them, first and foremost. If you do that and are sincere about it, believe me, the contact you make with them in an advertising capacity will come to you favorably in time, and it will happen. Mm -hmm. If you approach them in a hardcore attitude of, it's this way or that way, you need me more than I need you, here I am, you want to advertise, yes, no, hey, to me, that's the worst way to go about it. I've seen a lot of salespeople approach it like that. That's the last approach you should make. But again, everybody has their own expressive style. I don't think there's one way to do anything. A person has got to follow their own inner drum, find out what that is first. Ultimately, you just, you've got to find out what it is that A, makes you tick, and B, your inner drum is. What's the music that you're listening to inside of you that makes you unique? Mm -hmm. Okay, when you do that, however you express yourself will be the right way to do it. Whether it's similar to a fashion that somebody like me may do it or you, it doesn't matter. If it's right for them, then that's the way they need to do it. What makes a good salesman? I don't know yet. I'm still trying to find that out. I haven't decided that I'm a good salesman. I don't know what that is. All I'm trying to do is express what I'm doing and do what I'm doing. What I'm trying to say is that I'm not even sure if in time that this will be the thing 20 years from now I'll be doing. I don't know. I do know that right now it's right for me. I feel that I have the integrity to contribute the best that I have, whatever that is. If the best that I have is good for the place of employment that I'm contributing this to, they'll be the ones to tell me. Okay? I don't know what a good salesman is. I'm still finding out. I know that I love what I'm doing, and that's all that matters to me. Somehow I just leave it as kind of a, a matter of faith that if financial rewards, recognition, then they'll come on their own terms. But if they don't come, that's okay, too. Because if I'm satisfied with what I'm doing, that's all that matters. I think that's all that should matter to anybody. That's the criteria. Is Charles satisfied with what he's doing? That's exactly right. And I sense the psychologist, of course, because that's the way we're trained and that's mm -hmm. what we get paid for, is to take that and say, what is the premise behind Charles being satisfied? And why is Charles effective in what he's doing? One of the things I hear is yeah. that you really listen to people that you talk with. In other words, you say... You relate to these people as friends. You're mm -hmm. interested in them. Right. That most people are more comfortable talking about what they want to talk about, what their values are. One of the things I hear very clearly, and I think has always been my impression of what a good salesman is, is someone who listens to my needs. To me, you're a good salesman if you take the time to hear. I'm still trying to define for myself... And if you can be true to yourself, you're going to do it. But most people 
get frustrated, they get angry, and they want nothing more to do with it, and that's the end of it. The ones that tend to keep on selling like it because they enjoy the conflict, because maybe five calls down the road, bingo, you'll not only hit someone you really have a good time talking to, but you might just get a lot of money out of it. You know, so that means how long have you been here then? I've been here for, this is my sixth year. So you're still learning about a lot of things. Still learning about a lot of things, really. You, you learn so much. There's and At a small radio station or a medium market station, you can do that more than at a major market station. Because at a major market station, you tend to get pigeonholed into one particular type of job. See, here you can find yourself on the air like this with a fine talk show host like yourself, or I can be. Uh, selling advertising, setting up projects and doing that. We have a station manager, Vandy Anderson, who tends to be a secure enough ego to allow people the breadth of space to be able to advance at their own rate and kind of conduct projects in the manner they want to do that as long as they do it professionally. He allows everybody here a chance to do that. That's also unique at a radio station. You don't tend to find that at a lot of different places. And most radio stations are very much similar to the WKRP syndrome that you've seen. The personalities and quirks that you see in the people there are, well, you've already seen them here. <laughs> <laughs> a very diverse collection of people here. So anyway, it's it, it really is a way that you can find out so much more about yourself, and it's kind of a twilight zone switch point where dimensions seem to come together and all types of people come in and out of the radio station at all times. Well, I'm sure over six you years know. you've learned lots of different things, but if you could just pick out one significant thing, what would you say based on your six years here that you've really learned about radio or about Charles? The funny thing is when you ask me questions about Charles, I'm thinking... What the hell is the audience? <laughs> <laughs> They're as interested as I am, Charles. I don't know, but I, I just, I don't know. Because I never stop to ask those questions about myself, uh -huh. which is why. And it sounds funny when I hear someone else ask. Let me put it to you this way. This is what I think I've learned. I have learned not to ever define myself. All right? And I don't think anyone should ever define themselves. I've learned to keep the tombstone off of a definition of Charles. That's Charles, R.I.P., forever and always he shall be, exactly as you see. I don't ever want to be like that. I want to keep changing. I believe in intensity, intensity of focus, hitting things head on. I believe you just don't give up, keep charging. If you do that, eventually walls are going to break down for you somewhere. Mm -hmm. I firmly believe that. If you do give up, say, this is the way I am, this is how people see me, this is now therefore how I see me, that's it, goodbye, you know. Then I believe you've got big problems. Because of the diversity of things that you find here that you want to do and can learn, I feel that once you have come to understand that you can grow in an unlimited capacitous way, basically you discover that the thing you want most for yourself is never to be limited. And that's one thing I've discovered about myself. I want total freedom. Maybe that's one of the reasons why I classified you as interesting when I first met you, well, because I find that very exciting. That's well, energizing. And in the closing moments of your show here, what I find interesting about you that I, I don't find in a lot of people who have had a professional training as you have. Okay, here you are, somebody that has had training and are a doctor of psychologist. Am I correct on correct. those? Okay. 
but you have chosen not the obvious path that you could have taken to total material success. You could be sitting somewhere and earning the biggest possible material reward, yet you have best exemplified the thing I guess I'm still trying to seek, and that is that you have found total self-attunement, and you are now at a position in your life where your biggest reward is being James Huey, helping people out, and one of the things that has impressed me most about hearing you talk uh, is that you give the impression that, and you reiterated this tonight on the other show with Todd, is that sometimes people are going to like you and sometimes people are going to dislike you, no matter what you do. You can't make everybody like you. And you know what? That's another thing I found out in a capacity like this as an executive producer for a lot of functions is you definitely are not going to get people to like you all the time. Ultimately, if you're doing the right thing, they're going to eventually come around and understand what you're doing. And you'll eventually be able to work with them in that way. And I think that's what you're doing. I think that you've come to a realization of that. With your educational background, I think that you definitely could have done the very stereotypical thing that I guess 95% of other professionals like yourself do, but yet you've chosen to find a greater reward in just simply being James Huey. I'm sure that you find that the financial rewards and accoutrements attend that. But that's not necessarily the one thing you're seeking. That's not your top priority. No. So basically, you're the best example of the answers I've given to your questions, I think. Well, like you, I have learned a lot, and I'm excited about learning some more. I find myself very energized for each and every day, right. the opportunity to learn more. Mm -hmm. I'm not ready for that headstone either. And I mean that figuratively. I know. I mean, if some people are 22 years old, are told that they're this and this and this, and forevermore, amen, they shall always be. And, and they fit into that mold, and they never change. Intellectually, emotionally, they never change. That's really sad. If you just try to approach everything with enthusiasm and intensity, you'll eventually do the thing you want to do. And that's so important is finding what you want to do. I think I consider myself very fortunate that I have somehow fallen into a line of work that, although it's not necessarily in its beginning stages the most financially lucrative thing in the world, it can be if you make it that way. That's what's become capstone for me. It nevertheless is the most rewarding in terms of real gratification in knowing that you're expressing yourself like you want to express yourself. Well, Charles, I knew that when I invited you that we would have lots of interesting things to talk about, and boy, the hour has flown by. Thank you for coming. Oh, well, thank you. It's been a big pleasure, and I thank you for inviting me, man, at the last minute. It's uh, look forward to listening to more of your programs. And I want to thank each of you for joining us, Charles and myself, here on KGBC AM 1540, Friendship Radio for all of Galveston County. I hope that this program and the programs we have each Thursday evening will provide some valuable resources for you as you write your life novel. And then feel free to share any reactions or suggestions with me by writing Friendship, Box 3515, Galveston, Texas, 77552. And I hope you'll join me again on Friendship Radio for Southeast Texas, KGBC, AM 1540, as we continue to explore topics to enrich the quality of your life. Power for positive living and friendship. This is your friend and host, James Huey, 
Until next Thursday, good night.